That's right. We are the Coin Boys, and I'm Andy, uh, producer BTW on Twitter. Uh, Danny, what are you? I am Who at are you? D Gutierrez eighty four. This is Danny Goots. Danny, Danny Gutierrez. Goots. Whatever you want to. Whatever call you want. I call him Danny Goots. Danny, Daniel, whatever you want to do. I, I think I mix it up every week. Yeah. Actually, now. Uh, hey guys, welcome to uh, actually um, a different type of Coin Boys podcast. Uh, with a little bit of block news and a little bit of some things going on this week. Uh, obviously, you saw this is a crypto um, E3 block news special. Is that right, Daniel? Maybe I said it in reverse. It, it, yeah, it's, that's fine. Was that, did that work? Uh, we're going to talk about some current stuff. We're going we're gonna to dive into E3 because uh, a lot of people who have listened to the cast know, and of course Daniel knows, I'm a producer kind of in the content space in gaming. Uh, and I'm going to E3 uh, as media this week. I'm very excited. Uh, it's it's three days of fantasticness of of seeing new games and releases. And I want to go into some some interesting facts that some gamers that listen on this podcast might know, and some non-gamers might not not know about E3. And how ex- I will be one of those people because yeah. I have not gamed in forever. There's a lot of fun facts about what's happening in the gaming industry, um, mm-hmm. and there's also a lot of crypto in gaming. So there's there's it's not. There, those two are actually working together as well when crypto is obviously something else I love and you love, Daniel. Yeah. Um, so uh, off the top, how are you? Fine. And so I have to apologize to our audience because... Why, Why are you always apologize? The reason for this week's... don't want your sorries. The, the reason for this week's no, non-coin of the show is uh, for a great reason. So it's not that much of an apology, but my daughter's first birthday was today, which you attended. Congratulations. Sir? I did. What did you think? How, when's the great. last time you went to a child's birthday party, by the way? Probably since uh, I have a, I have cousins that have kids here. So oh, here? Yeah, probably like a year ago. Oh, that's okay. I didn't think you had. Yeah, many I have people two first here. cousins in California. Okay, so those cousins have kids, and yep. you go to nice. One just had a baby too. So oh, really? Not maybe a little older than your your child. Got it. Um, but yeah, I had a great time. Brats are always a good second option besides hot dogs. Yes. Um, I enjoyed those things. Uh, potato salad, check. Simple. Basically, Costco funded this. Chips like, on each table, check. Doritos and chip options, yes. check. Uh, drinks, check. From water to everything in between. Daniel, you did a great Capri job. Capri Suns. Yes. Capri Suns. That was the biggest hit. I heard one party. guy was like, oh, I'm on my fourth. Yeah. I, I can't go <laughs> anymore Capri. Uh, by the way, uh, at this kid's party, it was my daughter and maybe like, what, three? Well, there was like, about, at one point, like six or seven other children. There's a lot of kids, man. There was a few. But uh, we had far more adults than, than children at the party. And the Capri Suns I was just eating, yeah. were drunk by only the adults, basically, and a few of the children. Right. So I should have gotten more Capri Suns. Did, yeah. you, did you grow up on Capri Suns? Did I grow up? Yeah. Uh, I wasn't, as a kid, I had them. I don't know if I was a huge fan. Like, so did you play Little League Baseball? I did, Okay, yes. so for the snack time or whatever, what did you guys have as a drink snack and then... Time. I think Gatorade was or huge. The right in, after. In so the, but they gave everybody a Gatorade at the end or something? We just fucking drink Gatorade. Wow, let's go <laughs> for here. I, I don't know if this is a na- I mean, nationwide thing I mean, I'm a little older than you, so... Well, no, I, I don't know if this was a nationwide thing or not, but our, we always had like a... Uh, a team mom, right? Did you guys have a team mom? Or yeah, no? like a soccer mom kind like of thing. Ca- well, a team mom, I guess. I don't know what a soccer mom does because I never it's played a team soccer. Mom. soccer. Well, the team mom, mom was like responsible for helping out the kids, making sure that at the end of the game they were hydrated, and Sounds during the like game they were hydrated mom. and stuff. But one of the things that they gave us to hydrate was Capri Suns. Capri Suns. Is that 
actually hydrate you? I, uh, now, after knowing what we know now, that was a bad idea. <laughs> Gatorade has always been a good thing to drink when you're Yeah, doing I, but the thing is, Gatorade was always something that we all had anyways. Like, this was like a special snack at the end more, more so. Did you play football? Uh, I did for one year. So, I played football for a couple of years. But, like, I was in the clinic. I was like peewee, basically. Right. Oh, I, w- I did high school. See, no, no, I didn't do that. In high school, we would do triple sessions in the summer. It was hot in New Jersey in August. We were doing th- two to three practices a day. We had to Those do like two days, right? Two days yeah. or three days even. But I always had in the morning. I would get a, a, a Gatorade the night before in the freezer. It would be frozen when I put it in my locker in the morning. By the time I was done with the second session, that Gatorade was so chilled and delicious i looked forward to that one gatorade at the end of practice that was my like like i was like that gatorade is ready for me when i get back that's funny and when you're thirst you like gatorade actually does thirst your you know your quench your thirst i'm sorry quench your thirst Thirst because when you're thirst i don't drink gatorade normally but when you're working out and for some reason it really does your body like reacts to electrolytes really strongly you need electrolytes for energy uh, if you've seen uh, Idiocracy. It's what plants crave. Yes. <laughs> Electrolytes. It's what plants crave. That's it's what so we give amazing. to them. I can't believe they're I feeding plants. I love Idiocracy. So, such a great movie. But, yeah, no, I mean, you need them. We all need it. When you have diarrhea, that's what you need. Yeah. But uh, it was fun. It was yeah? pretty cool. Oh, sorry. I, I know. I enjoyed it. Oh, well, you did? Yeah. Okay. Um, what? But back down doing to hand motions. I don't know what you were doing. <laughs> Sorry. I was like, "What did you?" He so Andy just did right now that threw me off a huge like helicopter in the wind. I was thing trying to like, like wrap it up, and I'm like, "Okay, we're at the end <laughs> of the show, guys." And I realized he's <laughs> like, talking about his daughter's what are you birthday. Talking about he's talking about his no, awesome no, I, that which was fine. I was gonna wrap it up either way, but we were more on the topic of football, and I was gonna ask you, what position did you play? I was uh, actually pretty good cornerback, uh, but I did a lot of things so. Ready? Uh, I was a cornerback at heart. Mm-hmm. Like I was really good at defense, cornerback. Um, but I played, I played uh, kicker. Okay. On my freshman team, I was also a slot receiver, and I was pretty, pretty decent. My freshman year, I was like the main number one receiver on the freshman team, and then I did JV, and then, but mostly I was known for CB. Okay. And I liked playing CB. Nice. I was fast. I was like five nine. I'm fast. I was like a C, you know, size of a CB and a slot receiver. Really good. I was I, like Wes Welker. I was always gonna be if I well, I did try out once. Listen. They wanted me on the line. I was gonna like forget it. It hurts. Yeah. But anyways, thanks for coming to my daughter's first birthday party. You're welcome. Uh, and that's why we don't have a corner of the show, guys. By the way, uh, I was busy. If you've never thrown a, a birthday party for your child, uh, shame on you. Yeah, First off, uh, but secondly, if you never, if you don't have a child, it's just the people I'm talking about. It's tough, but uh, it sucks. You know, maybe you're tired of listening to our rambling. Uh, great birthday party, though. Yes, sir. Wonderful. Uh, uh, why don't we go right into it? You want to do that? What, do, what are we going to do? All right, what we'll it? go ahead and start the block news. Okay, block news. Here it comes. <laughs> That's right. We are not going to forget to do block news at least. No. So what do you got, Daniel? Currently, all of you may be crying or panicking or freaking out oh. because Bitcoin just Did took those a big Lambos shift. turn into Yaris's or what? <laughs> Yaris's, uh, hey, Yaris's are good quality cars, sir. Sure. Uh, so. Um, why did it happen, guys? Well, everybody's saying there's a there was a hack on a small exchange in South Korea called Coinrail, which I have never heard of, but I should probably look into. 
but that small hack caused Bitcoin. To Is that true? Like just shit. the hack was the the cause. They're thinking they're they're thinking that that's the fud. That's the reason why peer peer people are freaking out and just starting to sell their shit. Mm. Um, which is dumb. Uh, I have a feeling that that's going to... I mean, I don't like to talk price prediction. I don't. But I don't think it's going to stay this low for too long because it was such a small exchange. Oh my God, are you and, talking price? And No, I'm more talking... I'm, I'm more talking like it was such a small exchange. So first off, whatever was hacked couldn't have been too much. Yeah. Secondly, um, it's the exchange that got hacked, not the Bitcoin. So well, I don't know why people are freaking out. I, I mean, I've said it time and time again. You shouldn't be keeping like large amounts of Bitcoin just sitting in the, on, yeah. on an exchange like that. And I mean, you could keep what you're going to trade yeah. and stuff. Or keep what you're prepared to lose as you are aware of my Poloniex situation. Fuck oh you, Poloniex. They locked you out. I'm still locked out. Still. People are still locked out. Yeah, it's kind of shitty. But here, here's the problem is that these hacks do not help progression of the space because what ends up happening is that big wigs that don't know not much about crypto start to be like oh shit it's not it's so volatile yeah. oh my god well, like basically what i'm trying to say is guys don't don't freak out it wasn't big it wasn't bitcoin that got hacked it was something else that got hacked right if so that's the situation. i think it's like it's not like the blockchain got hacked i mean it didn't no it didn't get hacked and and i've never heard of coin rail so anyways well i've heard of coin rail but you know that's the problem and i think that like Crypto's been acting weird lately. I'm talking about like community-wise, like it's been quiet. It's been very quiet. Yeah, and Bitcoin hadn't really moved up or down at all. I mean, John McAfee's doing a meme contest for Christ's sake, but I mean that's about it. But I'm just kidding. There's a lot of other love news. It. Uh, it is funny. I voted for uh, Crypto Breakfast actually, who uh, is you know a friend of our cool our guy. show. Uh, hope to get him on soon. Oh, uh, yeah. What what else you got on anything on CoinRail? Are we moving on? Uh, I'm just taking a look at their 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 how, how much money they have, okay, and how it much looks they like they have a total of two. They had 368 BTC total. That's how many how much money BTC was in their exchange. That's that's how much. Hey, it's, it's I mean, it's currently it's, at, and it's that's not a lot. At it's all. not a lot. Hold on, let's look up. It's not let's a look at something like uh, Binance. I'll, I'll check it out. But well, Binance volume must be ridiculous. Well, I mean, so that's what we would want to compare it to something bigger because. Yeah. Oh wait, I went to Binance Coin, guys. I am awful at search at Google searches. I always search the wrong thing. <laughs> I, so Better I apologize. Start getting it right. Yeah. Anyways, uh, Binance has two. <laughs> hold on. Okay, I should have kept the other one. What was the other one? Three hundred fifty-six. Yeah. Uh, Binance has two hundred and fifty-six thousand three hundred sixty-four million. <laughs> uh, Bitcoin, two hundred fifty-two hundred fifty-six thousand Bitcoin flowing through there. Okay, I see. Okay. So, it's this coin rail was nothing. Anyways, I mean, I shit. hope you didn't get freaked out. I hope you didn't sell. I just, I really hope not. I mean, look, I'm not gonna tell you guys what to do. You're never gonna get that out of me. Yeah. Uh, maybe in the early days of this podcast, but I want. But all I'm gonna say is that just be careful that these are third parties that are getting hacked. They're not the actual blockchain of the yeah. Bitcoin. You know, get your ledger, put your like expensive. Th- if you're trading, trade what you're gonna lose. Like yeah, Daniel. like like here's the thing. Poloniex is frozen, but. Again, I was always prepared for that now, because I never left anything more than what I was willing to do. Now, lose just I'm going to play devil's advocate. It's annoying. It's you bull. Want me to play devil's advocate? But go for it. Is CoinCheck, who we all know got hacked like this, mm-hmm. um, and they got hacked for NAM and Ripple. Um, CoinCheck 
tried to fix it, which I think they kind of did, and they paid back everybody mm-hmm. uh, in the coins that were missing, apparently, right? Or did they give them money? Uh, I think they coin gave, in the coin that, coins that were so missing. So there you go. So what is CoinRail going to do? I don't know. <laughs> and, like, listen, guys, just be careful with your money. Remember, crypto is your money, kind of. Until the dollar is gone. Sorry, sir, playing a song, playing a song God, for you. you screwed that up. Did I really? Well, I'm just calling you out on it. <laughs> yeah, no, I did. Uh, you know, I'm trying to surprise people. Oh, I'm trying That's to. That's a little teaser then. A That's little a Easter. Very, if you guys can figure what that noise was. You'll never figure. Congrats. Yeah, uh, <laughs> congrats. Yeah, I, Fine. I, I would be amazed. At least we're owning it. Um, so uh, anything else about uh, this whole situation? Um, uh, I, think, I think, look, just... Don't kill yourselves looking at your blockfolio every every two seconds because it's not going to help you at all. You know, if, if you're kind of stressing out about it, go do something different. Uh, think about something else you like besides crypto. Don't revolve, like, your brain around this volatile market. It is volatile and it will... Volatile. Con- volatile and it will continue. It will continue, it Daniel. It could be volatile. I don't know. Why do I always vital. say volatile? I'm sorry. I <laughs> I'm dyslexic, so I say things, like, totally off base. Does that really uh, affect it or no? I don't know. I mix words. I mix numbers. <laughs> Maybe I just didn't know what that blaming meant. Blaming it on something that doesn't exist in your in it. your disease. I'll own it. Well, I'm owning it. Take there we it. go. I Enjoy. said it wrong. Well, you you said volatile wrong, and I and I played a teaser clip. Yeah, you screwed. I, that I'll up. explain why I screwed up too in a moment, but we'll get to that later. But um, yeah. Anyway, like just be careful. That's all I could mm-hmm. recommend you guys. So that was a big one, uh, and the most recent one because we are sh- basically recording it as it's happening. Um, the other thing I wanted to mention, just toss out there, is uh, we did a little Twitch um, kind of test. Right? Live stream Twitch. Yeah, it was fun. We're hoping to do Twitch more in the future, just as soon as we We did kind of like a test stream. Uh, you can go to Coinboys on Twitch, actually. And just it's still Coin up there? Boys. Uh, it should be still up there, yeah. Oh, it's awful. Don't go there. It's not bad. Well, we were so off on what we were doing. We were it saying was it was a test, though. Yeah, it's definitely it, a test. It's called if you a test. See, if you want to see our test, enjoy the test. Uh, actually, um, I got some good reviews back from the few people that were in there. Oh, cool. Thanks. Um, they just said that it was entertaining, but eventually we want to s- switch to like different things we could talk about, videos, and, yeah. and talk about that. But on during that one, uh, I forgot who it was, uh, they had asked, what, what, what are some reasons why every company or should go into blockchain, or do you think every company should go to, into blockchain or something like that? Yeah, which is a good question. And I had said, not every company can, but a lot will probably eventually go into it. And this is one of the reasons why. Fujitsu is introducing a company out in uh, Japan is introducing a blockchain into their customer rewards program, okay. which is great. That's exactly what this is for. It's for it to keep track of things like rewards, customer rewards, whatever kind of token they want to use to as, as a rewards track. Now, I personally think that this is... Uh, awesome because it's we're using something cheaper as opposed to those reward Much plastic cheaper. reward cards that we're all getting even though it's not a big ordeal it's still you know waste on this planet that we don't actually need to have um and it's cheaper faster more accurate i would assume uh the other thing is um it's now interesting because what if you lose your seeds for this stupid rewards program huh like i don't know i don't think i would want to even remember seed words for something as non-trivial or as non-unimportant as this, uh, it's, it's just extremely trivial. Um, okay. But as far as I'm concerned, as long as they're better than Best Buy, I'm fine. I hated Best Buy's Best Buy's rewards program. Did you ever join it? 
I have never been a fan of Best Buy. Altogether? I, I feel... So where did you shop for your electronics prior? <laughs> my stomach like hurts when I buy things at like Best Buy. I've always been like an online purchaser. Um, I buy a lot from Amazon, but I used to go to not Best Buy. Like so when you wanted to what buy... What would I get? I'd go to get video games at EB Games. I'd buy a TV when I had to buy a TV. Where did you buy the TV at? Target or something? I bought my soundbar at Best Buy, but not the TV. The TV, I don't remember where I got the TV. I well, that was online. No, I'm saying like I might have bought when you TV were younger, on. I remember Best Buy wasn't always around. We had Circuit City. We had Circuit yeah. City. I and I liked there. Circuit City. Their DVD selection was awful. But then Best Buy, yeah, and that was the problem. And then Best Buy just kind of tore it Listen, all down man, with their DVD selection. I'm like, I look through these guys now, and I'm just saying this, and might be broad, is that I think these are all going to be gone eventually. The brick and mortar is going to be we- different in the future oh and, I completely agree uh, Toys R Us is going under now Babies R Us is going under like what? both of them yeah because uh, oh, no well, the same company <laughs> because Target has the same has toys that are pretty decent and good enough yeah. and you don't need to go to Toys R Us anymore uh, well, for, for well, video no, games because online everybody's buying all the toys online everyone's buying things online yeah, Amazon is killing everyone well it's so interesting that they are so big that I actually do not have a problem with them at this time. Well, I think they uh, actually do well, some Amazon? good things. Yeah. Uh, did you ever talk? Don't forget, to Amazon owns tri- Twitch, for instance. Yes, they by the way, Twitch. which is huge, and Twitch huge. now takes Bitcoin. Yeah. So that's huge. That's a huge step uh, towards Amazon accepting it. And if Amazon accepts it, that's great. But then, did you ever talk to? You have a relative that used to work for Amazon. Amazon. No. Did you have a relative? No, no, sorry. Not me. I was talking to another friend of mine. Then <laughs> I know who I was talking to. Jack. Jack. You just oh, I, I know Jack. Today. Yeah. Uh, these people don't know Jack. Though. Jack is a, a good friend of ours. Everybody say hello to Jack. Uh, he's not here. Uh, but just say hello oh, anyways. He, Thank you. Hello. Thank you. All right. So Jack, uh, a, fr- a good friend of mine, uh, he has a friend who works at, or ha- I think his mother or his aunt worked at Amazon in that shipping yard. And I had heard that, uh, I've heard that uh, people who were working there are peeing in bottles because they're being afraid of being reprimanded just so that just for going to the bathroom, I'm like that's awful. So I literally canceled my Amazon Prime that day. Oh shit! Yeah, I can't tolerate. Now, do I have to go to Amazon? Sometimes you just have to, and I understand the convenience and all that stuff. Why well, still continue to shop there if I absolutely have to? But until then, I I'm going to brick and mortar. Okay. As much I as I it, can. I got it. There we go. I'm a little different. Um. But no, I mean, uh, or or a good other website. But the other websites are more expensive than the brick and mortars, I find. The first video games I ever ordered online were Dreamcast games. Dreamcast. And it was amazing. And my here was the problem is that I was a teenager at the time. And uh, I believe it was Amazon back then finally installed the f- the one click, which is like you just press it. The most dangerous button on the so face of the planet. So my mom's credit card Next was connected. To the new codes. My mom's credit card was connected to the camera. Oh, Jesus. So I, I like... I was like, and it, the first time I did, I ordered NFL 2K1 twice by accident. First, I pressed it on accident, and <laughs> I didn't tell my mom. And then it, <laughs> then it came, and I was like, I grabbed it. And then I realized I must have pressed it again. Back in those days, the internet wasn't set up so well, and and even the buying shops weren't. And I ordered it twice, and my mom's like, "Why do I have two video game charges on my account? <laughs> What's NFL 2K1?" My mom, I, that would have never happened it, for me. My mom had all her cards on lockdown. One and two, uh, the only thing that would have came close was me uh, putting charges on her card, so that way I can play 
gamble online or oh. poker sites. <laughs> oh my god. I love it. Gambling nice. got me into this. All right. And finally, sir, in the yeah. block news, uh South Korea Supreme Court has officially ruled Bitcoin to be an asset. Okay. Now, what does this mean? Um I can live in it. I guess so. Well, I mean, gold is considered an asset, so that's great that they're considering it to be an asset because that means they're you think at least good? at least meaning that it has some value in it. Because this is a I, this is actually a second ruling in South Korea. It uh, this on a higher court. They it, there was a ruling earlier in a smaller court that they ruled it to be not an asset, uh, which means no value at all. Uh, which was good because that meant that they couldn't seize it. They felt it was just an electronic file. Nobody gave crap about it, so nobody could seize it. Now that they've ruled it an asset, well, now they can seize it because it does have value, and if they need to seize it for whatever reason, they're going to. Right. So is that good? Is that bad? I Obviously, I think it's good, but how can they seize the thing that you have complete control over? I don't know. It's a good question. Hmm. I guess they could just put you in jail for forever, but we got that's So... It brings up a big thing. Uh, how do we figure that out? How do how do we make sure that that nobody's going to jail for just holding on to their Bitcoin? That's true. So, we'll um, see. but ultimately, it's it's I mean the government is seeing it as valuable. Yeah, I like that. I mean, what if they said though, play devil's advocate again? Yeah. What if they're like Bitcoin is worth nothing? <laughs> like, what happens then? Uh, then I'm okay with that. On the on the on the aspect that I do know, people do think that there's value in it, so I can still my value still stays the same. What I don't um so I don't think it'll ruin the technology at all. Okay. Um, but it also means that we're in a sticky situation as to how do we deal with it with taxes, how do we deal with it with other other things. I I want something laid out. Something needs to be laid out. Hopefully, it's something that we can agree with. But again, I think I think this technology is so powerful, so amazing that the government's basically going to have to do what the people are agreeing to at some level and at some point along the way. Uh, yeah. My prediction, if I could predict, please, is I think it's going to be how credit cards turned out. Not in the sense of how they work, but in the sense of what exists. So when you go to a store, they accept MasterCard, Visa, Discover, and blah, blah, blah. Okay. And I think that for the world, for it to make sense, we can't have a hundred different cryptocurrencies. We have to have like five to maybe seven, if I'm pushing it, to, to give you the ability to use it in a certain, so someone can accept, there'll be two. There'll always be like Coke and Pepsi. I'm sorry, it's going to happen. There's going to be two. Like right now, a Bitcoin, Ethereum, I guess, have been that too. Am I wrong? Ripple yeah, has snuck up that third. You, I can see how you, how that could happen. That's what I think. Yeah. And I think that it makes more sense. And this is a prediction. Um, and I don't usually give advice. I'm not giving advice here. I'm just saying I think that's where we should go if it well, wanted to Well, if we think about it, the each country is going to want to back what it has the most in. But here's the, here's the So other. if they have a lot in Bitcoin, well, that's great. But I don't... But maybe they won't go with Bitcoin because Bitcoin is kind of like all over the place. Maybe they will accept a different coin, whatever it may be, um, and that's what they're going to back. Now, will that make sense? No, will we accept it? Probably not. But if that government ends up backing a coin that we do have that we have already accepted, whatever that uh, coin may be, they're going to only accept that one. 
okay. whatever it is. And then a different country will say, no, well, forget you. I don't want you to have any of my value. We're going to only accept this one. Does that make sense? That makes sense. So hopefully they adopt a coin that we've already ex- adopted and accepted because I'll tell you what, I wouldn't want to have too much of whatever government-backed coin, like whatever the uh, the Petro over Venezuela. I, I wouldn't want a, a dime of that. Yeah. So... That's that's what's happening. Mm-hmm. And that has been the block news. Yeah. Now what are we going to be doing today, sir? Well, we got kind of news. Um so if you guys aren't into video games or maybe you maybe you might be interested in hearing about something that's been very very important to the video game industry for since since not the existence of it, but uh since around I would say uh the first one which I'm talking about is E3 in 1995. It happened on 1995. It was the first time the industry said, let's put an expo together. 50,000 people attended the first one, Daniel. And 50,000 to... How, when was the first one? 1995. 50,000 attended the first one in 1995. 1995. Yes. Do you, okay, I, I would, I'm curious on the numbers of uh, Comic-Con currently. Well, Comic-Con is way more. They have hundreds of thousands of people. Really? Uh, okay, this isn't, the, what I thought I'm, that was a large amount. I thought 50,000 well, was a sh- it, shit ton. It, it isn't really because here's what I'm getting at. The E3 conference is, is for video games, guys. It was always industry only, meaning you had to be working for some type of video game conglomerate or associated with video games in order to go to E3. It's a networking event, but... They build the booths like Disneyland. Nintendo's booth every year, every year I've ever been is blows me up my mind. It's so last year, dude, the, the, you know, Super Mario Odyssey and the Switch and everything. Mm-hmm. It looked like this Mario Land. It was, and they, all the people that worked there looked like they were in a Mario video game. Like it was, they do such a good job at art design. All the booths are like that. Big TVs. Bright lights, video game noises, people, networking. It's a really great feel if you're a video gamer. And what I'm getting or at... A child, or, or a child, or me, or just child. walking through. That sounds like fun. Now, last year was the first time they opened it to the public. Uh, I think they did it again this year. They offered, like, I forgot what it was, maybe 10,000 tickets last year. Man, I think it was less than that, actually. And this year, they offered again, uh, but that sold out real quick. But mostly... And what's funny is that the badges for the consumers... Mm-hmm like is like was like neon so you knew who wasn't exactly you knew they were just the fans that got to see the show you know wouldn't you want the opposite to be that uh, wouldn't I mean, you want the vip to be more easily seen than yeah than well nobody's? here's the thing is that i interviewed a bunch of people on the floor about the fans i interviewed them like what does it feel like to be at e3 when you always knew about it because here's a great thing is like a fan of video games can be at home and watch all the live streams because there's press conferences where they show you the new games everyone does it everybody mm-hmm. Like today, for instance, which is Sunday the tenth, Bethesda and uh, and I believe Microsoft, uh, you know, did their announcements today. So that means these are their biggest announcements announcements every year. Then, you know, we're gonna get into it, and I'll tell you when to get into it. Uh, not yet. Okay. Um, so guys, E three, it's the like. What do you know about E three, Daniel? Uh, I remember. What was that gaming network that you don't work on? Um, but it's gone G4. now. G four, there it is. Uh, that was like their Super Bowl. That was like their elections. That was so insane. It was, uh, and it was cool to see the new games coming out. And through that network, I was actually trying to 
kind of getting back into the whole space, but then the network went down, so I'm like, okay, I guess I'm out. But I got Olivia Munn out of it, so that's that's great. You know what? There's a story. I don't know if you want me to tell it now, but I almost became a PA on Attack of the Show. <gasps> I was so close. One of my comedy partners, she mm-hmm. dated Kevin Pryor. <laughs> that's funny. You know that Kevin Pryor goes to my gym in North Hollywood, California. Oh, frequently? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I see him there working shout out. out where he's at. He works... I mean... <laughs> oh, man. Well, too bad, so bud. there you go. It's not like I talked to him. Who cares? All these listeners, all hundreds and hundreds of millions. Yeah. Um, but uh, <laughs> it's interesting. Maybe it's a story for another time. Let's focus on E3. Okay, continue. Um, so, guys, I am going as media Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. And if you have a media badge at E3, you are in luck because you could do whatever you want. That means shoot people, interview people, and it's free. Uh, but but when we say shoot people, by the way, <laughs> we mean I mean um, video. Video. <laughs> that is the technical. You don't term. have to bring it up. They know what I'm talking about. Do they? Because <laughs> that was really like really? industry speaking. Okay, sorry. Yes, I mean shoot footage for you know uh, <laughs> some some docu stuff that I want to do about E3, which I might I might actually do. Uh, but mostly, I'm going to be networking. On the floor, checking out the booths, talking to people. I have some eSport friends that I know Yeah, um, um, that I'm excited to, to see. I have friends. I It's so great when you run it. You like, you're like t- you on Twitter sometimes because the gaming community is Twitter. I'm DMing people like, yo, mm-hmm. let's meet up at this booth, say what's up. You could walk out to LA Live, grab a drink, network. It's perfect. Well, well, why why is this important to crypto? Why are we talking about this in, in terms of Because, Daniel, the host of the show that you co-host with is also a big gamer. And well, no. How I, do I connect it to crypto? No, no, I can I can do this one for you. This well, is I how people know. are going to be tipped. Well, yeah, I mean the future of. Well, I already said that the the two we did Theta, the, right? We interviewed Theta Token, who are with Sliver TV, which are, have been very heavily involved with Fortnite stuff recently, and they're doing a lot of giveaways and, and stuff. And we talked to Wes over there. Um, I actually hit them up to see if they're going to be at E3. So I'll let you guys know if I run into West, it'd be cool to, to kind of give an update on how things are on his end. It sounds like they're good. They're on Binance, guys. Yeah, they just got on Binance. Um, it felt good to, to kind of interview them in their early days before that. And, and it's a really, you know, these days getting on Binance is a big deal, kind of. Uh, so good for them. Uh, and there's things like engine coin. I'm going to look, guys. So that's my connection is that I'm going to go around the, and see if there are any crypto gaming booths. So I would see engine coin maybe. There are a lot of gaming cryptos, and if they have the money, they could buy a booth. So uh, we'll see if uh, I run into any, Daniel. Um, I'm definitely going to play some games. Um, I just wanted to tell you guys that I'm just, like, super excited. Daniel, is that okay? Like, no, no. I'm, no that, I, I just, like... You want history or what? I no, I'm, I'm I, full of it. Here's, here's my thing is E3 is an awesome thing. And why crypto... I, I feel like the first industry that's really gonna it's gaming it's no, gonna no take it is, is gonna be gaming so you should probably pay attention to both well shout out to mommy which is a pro gamer that i got connected with on twitter and he's big into crypto and he's a he's pro gamer for h1z1 and uh you know we're gonna connect but what i'm saying is is that there's definitely what i i think we could talk about now to kind of wrap up this whole thing daniel the topic is um gamers are also into crypto yes um, a lot of them are so I want to bridge that gap over to the coin boys because I have a lot of, you know, a, a, not a lot, but like a good side because I did the gaming podcast at the beta block for a long time and I had the Destiny podcast. So I'm excited. Um, there's a lot of people to talk to. I'm excited to see. Hopefully there is some crypto on the floor somehow. You, you know what I've always been intrigued by? 
with uh when, when it comes to gaming and and what you can, how you can earn money not just being a pro gamer but Michael like transactions and crypto should go hand in hand yeah th- these these transactions were i've heard stories of people building stuff in minecraft or getting something in warcraft you buy like World fortnite's the best example you it's free to play but if you want that awesome skin mm-hmm. you got to pay $20 for it well not just that it's also people you every day players of the game are like building stuff or finding stuff or mining stuff i remember people would buy mined gold from one of the pc games that everybody had uh and and making money that way that was their life let me tell you how big fortnite is and this is just a small scale of it uh fortnite's mobile game the iphone side of it is making two million dollars a day Jesus, this is sick. And that's not including guys like you know what. But I'm. This is what I hate. Also, I hate that. What? Because back in the day, we used to have like our Nintendos and our Segas, and and we would we could rent a game for two bucks and not have to pay anything else. Yeah. Right. But now we're getting into these things where it's like, oh, the game is free, but if you want to play the inside of the game, give us your life savings, basically. Yeah. Like that's insanity. Um. Yeah, that's true. They need to fix that. So there's a Fortnite Pro-Am going on, and I can't wait to see that. So, guys, I'm going to definitely uh, take some pictures and post them. I'm excited. Um, uh, there's a Pro-Am, and uh, one of the biggest Fortnite gamers right now, Ninja's going to be there. I'm super excited. I'm, I'm going to have a chance. This is the first... Okay, guys, I, my first... You know what my first E3 was, Daniel? Which one? was uh, 2011. Wow. A long time ago. was my, And it was the release of the Wii U. The announcement of the Wii U. 2011 was the Wii U? 2011. Because right after that was the Switch, right? Uh, the Switch came much later. Like four years later, maybe. Like like five How years later. How old is the Switch? Uh, the, the Wii U. Here, I'll... So, you know, I know my, my history. So yes, the, you do. The, the Wii U was announced, not... Didn't come out. I'm talking about the announcement of yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, back at that, there was another E3 where they, they promoted so it. 2012. 2012, it really came pushed out. out. But... They had demos of it, and they showed you the game controller. And it was six years ago. Let me tell you something. Yeah. The feeling I had in my stomach where I felt like when I stood in the Nintendo booth, because I'm a huge Nintendo, like, junkie enthusiast, mm-hmm. and I felt like I had, like, finally, like, did it. I, I was standing on the floor of, like, something that I knew about as a gamer since the early days. It, it means so much to me, guys, so that's why I'm kind of rambling about it. But it's happening this week. Before we kind of stop talking about E3 and stuff, Daniel... Uh, I'd like to talk about one of my favorite game series, uh, Fallout, which has just announced Fallout 76. And uh, we actually have a, a quick little, uh, I guess, clip from the yes. trailer. And now, before I play this clip, you heard that bit of the clip earlier in the episode. Totally spoiled it. But I will tell you why I messed up. You sent it to me through Twitter. And Twitter's video program, <laughs> if you leave the tab and you go back into Dude, it, it like just starts playing. Twitter. It just starts playing. I like live on That's there. stupid. What, living on Twitter? No. The fact that the, the video just starts playing if you leave the tab and come back in. Huh. Well, let's uh let's play a little uh three hundred years after our great nation began, we gather together to honor the completion of Vault seventy six. This sprawling underground shelter may have been engineered by Vault Tech, but it was built by you. So that if the bombs do come, our way of life will endure. Almost heaven, 
West Virginia, Blue Ridge Mountains, Shannon. This song brings such tears. Oh my gosh. That was, by the way, makes me cry because of uh, Kingsman, Golden Circle. So now, let me ask you something. Do you know because of that song where this game takes place? Is it West Virginia? Yes. So the interesting story about this is that this is the first ever multiplayer Fallout game, and that is a big deal because there's never been multiplayer. Meaning you could join up with three other people, do the missions, work together, go through the apocalypse. It's four times the size of Fallout 4. It's, it's, it's the first time you could play with your friends and you could bring your progression over to their games. You can build a fort and people can nuke your fort and destroy you guys. Um, That's crazy. You can go in to the nuked areas because then mutations happen and there's good drops. It's turning Fallout into what it always could have been. But I always liked the single-player game because I, you know, I love the single-player game. Uh, that's all I played. But here's a great thing. No, I'm, I'm, I'm if you don't want to play online, you can play single-player. Some oh, games good. don't offer that anymore. So, guys, it's coming out in November, actually, this year. I'm stoked. I thought it would be like... I'd have to wait like till 2019, but I could fucking play it soon. Enjoy that. I'm super excited. I am awful at those games. 100%. Um, thanks for uh, joining us on. Uh, uh, it was kind of cool to like kind of yeah. shoot the shoot the shit as yeah. they say. Well, can um, I do a quick shout out? Uh, I mean, why do you have to ask me? Because I didn't want you to close it first. Okay, don't close. <laughs> All right, here we go. I want to shout out to Lodacus One. Lodacus yes. One. Thank you so much for that review. The very kind review. On uh, on iTunes there, yeah. Thank and, you. And for all of you who have given us five stars, that's awesome. Thank you so 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 much. Yeah, but we don't ask it very much because most of the time we forget to. Yeah. But if you have iTunes, because I know SoundCloud's a little different, but if you have iTunes, please uh, subscribe and review for us. Help us out so that we can reach out to a lot more people. Also, if you are on SoundCloud, give us a like on on an episode you like. And uh, or if you're on SoundCloud a lot, a lot, retweet it if you can, whatever you can to help us out. Yeah, that'd be awesome. And uh, we love all. Um, we love I will all. say we love all of the comments, both good and bad, sure, uh, or correct on. or corrections, more, most likely. Bring it on. But I recently went on to our Reddit stuff okay. and read through all of the reviews. Yeah. And I've noticed that uh, a lot of the crap coins that we, <laughs> that we don't like. They they say that we're spreading fud, which is fine. I, but they I also don't correct us. Like they don't give us That's any why, information. Well, to fix us. I told you aside. So I'm like you're full of shit. Then I told you aside. You know the communities that seem to be really well put together. Yeah. Um, like Kin was, uh, Steam was, uh, Ethereum. I never had any problems with Ethereum. Uh, Bitcoin Cash was interesting because the guy gave us reasons yeah. why he believed, and I respected him very. That was much. fine. That's perfect. They and they weren't rude. But there are. I mean, I honestly like laugh because it's really funny. But it, it, look, you make we get the upvotes. People comment, good or bad. It means that we, you know, we we make a difference. And if but if you guys like have something that we missed, please tell us so that we could do it. Yes. And we'll shout you out and we'll do fail at the top. Um, but we thank you guys for uh, whoever's been with us from the beginning. Thanks so much. Um, I you know I'm Andy. Uh, who are you? I am today. I'm Royal. Cannon Bush. That's who Cannon I'm Bush? Gonna, I want to be the Royal Cannon Bush. Okay. But you can find me at D Gutierrez84 anytime. And that's uh, Coinboys Podcast, Coinboys Cast on Instagram. Uh, you could find us on iTunes and SoundCloud. There's the Coinboys.com. Uh, that's all I got for you guys. I can't wait to go to E3, so I'll see you guys later. It's exciting.